just for the sake of this podcast, honey, you were my first. Well, I've heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cross that out, delete that, don't say that. Welcome to our podcast, Real Estate Happenings with Nan and Company Properties. Ready? What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Happenings. Nancy Almodovar here to talk about what it truly takes to make it in the real estate business. Today is an exciting episode because I have none other than Jose Almodovar to co-host with me, who is not only my partner in life, but also in business. Say hi, babe. That's me. What's up, guys? I'm babe. Yes, he is, babe. And it's funny because Jose actually had his real estate license before me, and not a lot of people know that. He is, I want to say, if not the first, the second reason why I got into real estate. I would say probably my dad was the first, but just for the sake of this podcast, honey, you were my first. Well, I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, cross that out, delete that, don't say I that. I think you should keep that, but actually, um, I am... The reason why Nancy did get into real estate, I had my real estate license first. I got it when I was in college. It was a way for me to supplement my income while I was still in school. And on my first deal, which was actually a buy and a sell, um, it was, should have been actually an easy transaction. Till the very end, during the closing stages, there was a big fight over the um, curtains. And I was going to lose a sale over some curtains that were being sold. I was going to lose a buy and a sell. Uh, same customer because they did not want to give up their curtains on their old house and they were going to take them down and I completely lost it. I I lost all my patience. I lost all my just common sense. I had this tunnel vision to where I just wanted to insult everybody involved in the transaction and Nancy saved the day by, you know, just basically taking the phone for me and saving the deal and that was her first taste of real estate and from there she was hooked. And I really did snatch the phone out of your hand. I remember like that like it was yesterday because he was totally going to ruin the deal. But we saved it. We closed. And I don't remember what we bought with the money, but we did gain <laughs> some experience from it. So that was super cool. Well, the first reason why I decided to get my real estate license is I had a couple of friends that um, were actually just getting their buying power and buying their first homes. And I was... You know, very intrigued that there was these agents coming in and making a commission off of it. And I thought I could be making this commission because this is my, you know, uh, uh, circle of influence. So um, why not? And that was actually when I had the first idea that I should go get my license and take advantage of some of my uh, network and make money off it. I think I got my uh, real estate license just because, again, For the same reason, I was trying to pay for school. My dad was flipping properties. Jose, who at the time was my boyfriend, was doing the same thing. So it kind of just went hand in hand. And like, you know, you just mentioned, I was hooked automatically. So that was super amazing reason to get into it. I kind of thought, okay, I'll do this while I'm in school. But then once I'm done with school, I'm moving to New York. And then I'm going to work for an amazing marketing company. And I'll come visit in the summers. And that never happened. So that's been amazing. What do you feel like are some of the reasons people think about when wanting to get in the business? Do you think it's easy? Do you think it's money? What do you think it is? Do most of people think it's fast money? Well, I think some people get into this business for um, 
reasons, the most obvious reasons are because maybe their family members or their parents uh, did it before. And most people do because a lot of people have uh, homeowners in their family. So real estate is just something naturally that gets passed down or gets passed down through knowledge or skill or through actual tangible properties. So I think that's probably the number one biggest way is uh, people get into real estate. The second one is um, investing in something. A lot of people like to own versus rent. Um, I know there's a, a population out there that likes to rent and they do it as a kind of a tax write-off. But other people just you know, are stuck on owning something feels really good, um, having your name on a title, um, having something that you can attach your, um, your family history to. Um, some people go as far as putting their, their initials on their front gate of their home. Um, it means a lot to people. It's, very, it's an emotional attachment. It's, it's their biggest investment in most cases. Um, so I also think it's very emotional. And then there's people that actually love it because it's a vehicle for making money. Um, it's, a, it's a great way to um, invest, uh, gain equity. You know, there's, there's, it's endless. But I think it's also that people think it's easy, but it's super hard work. Because I constantly get, you know, I've been in the business for a while, um, and I get a lot of people on my Instagram or that email me or just even that I meet that always constantly tell me, um, oh, my God, you guys, your team looks so fabulous. You guys are always, you know, you're beautiful. You make it look so fun and amazing. And it's not all, you know, fun and games and glamour. I think it's very important to tell people that this is a full-time job. And just like, you know, you have an 8 to 5, this is more of a 24-7 job, not um, – you know, you just get to work and work two to three hours and then that's it, you're done. It's very important for them to understand that this is also not a part-time gig. I get a lot of agents that say, well, I'm a, I'm a part-time agent. And when they say that to me, I want to tell them that does not exist. That truly just does not exist. So very important for them to understand that. What are some of the hardest things you think there is about business? Hardest things about the real estate business, I would say getting started. Um, you need money to get started as a realtor. And a lot of people, you know, depends on what your situation is. But if you're just coming out of college, you're not going to have any money. If, you know, maybe your husband or wife works or your significant other, but regardless, you're still going to need money to get into it. And then you also need to make sure that your circle sees you as the real estate expert. You can't go get your license and then say, oh, hey, by the way, I sell houses a week later. Now can you guys let me sell the largest investment of your life? It doesn't work like that. So it's a lot of training. And I tell this to everyone who just gets into the business. You have to be an assistant for at least a year. If you think you're new to the business and you're just going to jump in and you're going to start marketing yourself and selling houses, you need to... You can get sued really quickly if you don't know what you're doing and you definitely need to go be an assistant. What do you think is the hardest thing about the business, Jose? Well, I think it's um, basically just having discipline. You know, it's not it's not rocket science. Um, you have to put in the work and you have to be consistent. And if you're consistently doing that, um, of course, you're gonna need a little bit of luck and mentors. You know, mentors are super important because you know, we're all, when we're young, we think we know it all, but when you actually, the older you get, the more you realize you don't know. And real estate is so complicated. 
that um, it, it's really a, a business that could take you um, years and years and you still will be a student and never master it. When you were starting off, or I mean, I don't even remember this, uh, was there anything you did to make money while your business kicked off? Or was it just that one deal and you were like, I'm out of here? Oh, well, I always, one thing I always did was every house that I lived in, I would, you know, my first house I paid about 60000 uh, or 63000 I believe. And then my second home, I paid 80000 for it. And when I sold them, I made significant profits. But the way I did that was when I had a little bit of time or a little bit of money, I would, you know, put some tile in the house, you know, rip the carpet out or paint a wall, um, change some glass, simple things, things that I could kind of handle that I didn't have to buy too many tools for. I don't recommend it for anybody, especially if you have allergies. The dust problem is just, it'll destroy <laughs> your your um, immune system later on in life but you know those are kind of things that i did to um, so you were flipping basically i mean while I pull, you were selling real estate i pulled myself up by my bootstraps that's a saying where you know i literally did a lot of hard work and to get to where i'm at cool as for myself i think at the time i was working at the supermarket right i sure was so my parents yeah. own supermarkets and um i actually was i worked at the guanajuato that's the name of their supermarket and check them out if you live in houston they have amazing fattening food homemade flour tortillas but i worked there and it was the worst experience ever i had the meanest bosses that you can imagine it was my mom and my dad i had to be there earlier than everyone i got to leave later than everyone and i got fired a lot so yeah, that's what I did while my business kicked off. And I think um, after that, we started flipping houses together. We got married. Well, there's a Your true Your business there, became my business. There's a true so story then. to that one. Like the reason why we started flipping houses together was because um, we got married and I wanted to be in charge of my guest list. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they didn't want my parents to pay for our wedding. Because I would lose control of the, the guest list to the wedding which I disagreed on who should be the attendees. And I we said, a house. I don't know how I'll get this money, but we'll figure it out. And we flipped the house to pay for our wedding and thus that. did not have to invite people that I did not want to invite because I had control of my I hope my, my parents aren't listening to this podcast. I made it as complicated Do you remember possible, that you and my so. dad got into a fight over the secondary bedroom? It was a house in the south part of town. We had two lots. We remodeled one. The other one had a vacant lot. So we bought a new construction home. And you don't remember he tried to help us remodel the first house and you you guys fought over the toilet that's where it started that's where the problem for the wedding started because the plumbers were the friends that he wanted to invite oh to the god wedding. okay that's was, another podcast yeah but we won't even talk about that it was terrible now was there a time in your career where you were afraid you just weren't going to make it in real estate or i mean honestly i'm always afraid i'm not going to make it and i think that's what drives me every day you know the fear of failure and if you don't have the fear of failure driving you um, sometimes you could get a little bit uh, lackadaisical just kind of not giving it your best effort you know if you really want to set yourself apart from somebody from all these people that do the same thing you know there's 40,000 realtors in Houston how are you setting yourself apart you know you obviously have to put in more so absolutely and as for myself, I think that, that w that's something that you just kind of go through in everything that you're in. Um, I mean, even the most difficult transactions, whether it's 100000 or $10 million or eight, 
you, you know, if something's not going right in the transaction, which a lot of things go wrong, you do think, am I going to make it in this business? Is this business really for me? Because it is very, very stressful. You know, I always tell people that I work out not because I want a six pack or because I want, you know, to have a certain look, but more for my sanity. It's very, very important. On the other hand, what are some of the benefits though? Let's talk about the benefits. Um, I think the benefits are schedule. Um, You do end up working a lot of hours and you do end up going periods of time where you don't take vacations, you know, vacations. You could go two years without a vacation, three years, that's normal. Um, But when you feel a burnout, when when somebody's sick in your family, when your children are going to extracurricular activities, you know, you have that flexibility in your schedule to do stuff like that. Those are actually the things that really matter in life. On the other hand, um, what do you think are some of the benefits? I think some of the benefits, again, like you said, are just schedule. Um, And with me, it's been, well, before we had children, it was more that we had another business that I was able to do, help him with that, but then also, you know, finish school. So when I became a realtor, I was still in school. So for me, it was always finishing school. And now even though... You know, I work a lot, but I love what I do. I have time to keep that balance with my kids. So I'm able to be there whenever they need me, be a friend, be a wife, be a daughter, be everything that I need to be. What about, um, since you made it through some of the hardest parts, what do you think are some of the habits you have now that um, help fuel your success? For me, it's been discipline, being on a schedule, always knowing where I'm gonna be and not letting people throw me off of that schedule. If I have a meeting at 11 and I'm walking out of the office at 10.30 and someone stops me and says, hey, I want you to look at this, I've learned to say, hey, I would love to, but I'll look at that later because right now I need to be somewhere at 11 o'clock. So it's more about that discipline. And I think that discipline, I've applied it not only to work, but you know, to working out, to my kids, to um, just, everything that I do in life, but definitely being disciplined and don't think that you're going to wake up at 10 a.m. during the week and be productive. That's not going to work. You know, if you want to get it, the old saying, what's the old saying? Bird gets... Early bird gets the worm. Or worm eats bird or something? No. Early bird gets the worm. Yeah, the early bird gets the worm. So you got to wake up early and you got to get it. You know, wake up early and you can't go out and drink every day with your friends because that's not going to make you money either. So you definitely have to be disciplined. All right. So if you could give credit to one thing you did throughout your career, what would it be? Oh, my God. That's a hard one. I have, uh, I think my persistence. I'm very persistent. I don't take no for an answer. I think that's just the hustle in me all day, every day. Um, Does that answer your question? Um, I thought you were going to give credit to me, but... My husband, he's freaking amazing. He's so sweet. He's so supportive. No, you definitely have to have people around you that are very supportive. Um, You know, if something's going on, i got to put out a fire on a Sunday morning, then, you know, Jose's definitely on Mickey Mouse pancake duty that morning. Or if there's something else that's going on crazy, you know, we're a team. And if you don't have kids, then you should definitely be working 24-7 because... You know, unless you're going to score, have something else going on. But you have to get it while you can because it's not always going to be that way. Well, that's that's good. That's a lot of useful stuff. So you well, ready to say goodbye? I am ready to say goodbye. Um, 
We'll tell you guys another story another day of how we met and the whole wedding situation. Again, I hope my parents aren't listening. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We have to get back to our jobs. Don't forget, you can always ask us questions on our Instagram at Nam Properties. And now you can listen to us on iTunes. Did you know we're on iTunes? I did. No, you didn't. Yeah. You did? Yeah, I'm on what? My, yeah, totally. Did you know we're on Google Play Music? Yeah, I, I totally did. No, you yes. didn't know. But anyways, make sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. See you next time. Peace. Hey!